Can you, uh, there we go. <gasps> can you hear Excuse me now? Me. Yeah, can you test your levels? Oh, now, brown cow. Chocolate milk. Is that how you're really going to talk? Shake. Uh, I don't know. It's tough to it's tough to <laughs> pretend how you're going to talk. This is probably closer. Yeah. This sounds right. All Does right. feel right? It sounds right-ish. I think. Right enough. Yeah. Uh, so this one. So we're going to do this one a little different, right? Yeah. And uh, I was thinking, do we name this something else? Like, is this called like production meeting? And you yeah. like you can designate each one as different. So there's one from San Francisco, and this one's from with Big Dean. This one uh, production meeting. This is the co- stuff coming up. Yeah, this is that's actually good. I right? Like that. That's not bad. I like that. That's not bad. Here we go. Um, should it use the theme music or should it just be? Yeah, this? I think we should still. I mean, I don't think we have a cool lead-in quote. No, I could try. I could do different. Uh, I could try and do different. Music. Maybe we could just make music with our mouth. Oh yeah, here we have, dude. Some of these, uh, these songs for that are like, you know, it's like generic, uh, music, right? Where it's not really, it's not. It's royalty free music, and that's kind of what we use here. Some of them have just the best. Uh, names like this one's called Snake Charmer. You want to hear what Snake Charmer <laughs> sounds like? Charm my snake. <laughs> I'm not kind of into it. That's I, not I bad. like that. That's great. That's, That's not great. bad at all. And I, I'm wondering how they came up with the title Snake Charmer. Did they just were they just like jamming like Snake Charmer? Right, that why is that it. called Snake Charmer? That was it. Snake Charmer. <laughs> this one's called Speed Freaks. All right, that's self-explanatory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get that. Yeah, I get that one. That plays. Uh, what would you name this one? I would probably call that diesel sauce. Diesel sauce. That's pretty good. I like diesel sauce. This was called banana na na. I got to send you a bunch that I found. Uh, these like 19, they're called like vintage oddities. And it's these very bizarre like Calypso, like 50s, 60s, 70s tunes. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. I'm pretty into that. Uh, man, there was another one that I really wanted to find. Hold on a sec, because it was, <laughs> it actually had lyrics. Uh, you know what? I might not have it anymore, but it it had lyrics that. Oh, this one's called "God Help Me Now." That's kind of fun. Sun death. What? These are great. <laughs> These are fantastic. So, um, we have what two shoots coming up? Two. Right. We're gonna do. Uno dos. Uh, we're going to D.C., Washington, D.C., in July for the uh, MLB All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. Dan Patrick Show is going to do two shows there, Monday and Tuesday, we're yeah. leaving. But we're going to shoot on, like, Saturday or Sunday, Yeah, right? Saturday the 14th, we will be in Washington, D.C., shooting um, OTSP. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really have any great ideas for that yet. Though. No, me neither. Um, all I know is I, in my initial first two thoughts were a national treasure 
and Illuminati. Oh, the, like the National Treasure the movie? Oh yeah. And we'll like, just, just go we're just going to go we're just going to go find <laughs> clues all over Washington D.C. Maybe start spreading some conspiracy theories around. Yeah. You know, maybe you want to steal the Declaration of Independence? Why, why don't not? We, why don't we try? Let's I'm do like a crime right thriller. I hope I hope I hope the government's listening. I'm planning on stealing the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I don't know if we should say that. That was just a no, joke. That's just a joke. That was just a joke. Come on. Uh, like, I do know things about, obviously, Washington, D.C., and there's government and all that yeah. stuff. Uh, and then I know that there's a pretty decent music scene there. There's a lot of great music history there, for sure, with uh, like bands like Minor Threat and Bad Brains and all that. Um, but I don't really know how... Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, in terms of finding the bar, I think finding the bar we're going to shoot at, I, I think we're just going to go down there Friday night and we'll probably just find the bar because that's typically how we find a bar anyways. We've done that before for sure. Yeah. If yeah. we do shoot at a bar, we'll probably find it Friday night. I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. I think that this is a good opportunity actually to do sort of like a uh, GoFundMe yeah, type thing. Go where bar me. Go have listeners just sort of go fund our, uh, for some reason, lack of creativity on Washington D.C. Yeah, and what we're not to looking do there. for money. We're looking for creative juice, creative ideas, just ideas of. If you have, I haven't been to Washington D.C. since I was like six years old. Yeah, I, I've been quite a few times. Um, well, you should be better at this. I, I, I should, I definitely should be. But I went and visited my buddy when he went to school there at George Washington. Yeah, and. Like most people in college, they had like three bars that they went to, and so those are, I know those three bars. Right, but those are just college bars. So I don't know. We actually the only time that I've been to Washington D.C. I went with my parents, and it was a it was a family trip, and my cousin was going to, uh, God, did he go to American or Catholic University? He went to one of those two. I mm-hmm. think I think it was Catholic, and um, we went down there, and I was in third grade, and. Uh, we didn't realize it at the time, uh, but there it was the same weekend that there was. This is during in the eighties, you know, and the AIDS crisis was a really big thing, yeah. you know, and uh, they had this gigantic quilt that was out there that was made up of all of these uh, family members had made it up of all of these people that had died from AIDS. So they had this gigantic quilt; it was huge, and wow. you could just walk and go read all these stories. And that coincided with Gay Pride weekend, and. We had no idea that we were just going down because it was like, oh, hey, this could be a fun weekend. Let's go down. And uh, we were down there for Gay Pride Weekend, and it was amazing because there were all of these. When you're, we got there, and uh, there was, like, parades going by, and, like, the Vermont Gay Volleyball team went marching by, and you're like, whoa, this is awesome. And I can remember my dad being like, I had no idea that Washington, D.C. was, like, this, uh, like, gay forward, you know, yeah. and, like, friendly and, you know, like uh, just a uh, – at that time in the eight, that's such a socially conscious and and accepting city, right? Uh, and then it just turned out to be Gay Pride Weekend. It? <laughs> it really like, wow. wasn't at all. Wow, yeah. Take a look around. This is a special. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, no, it's it, well, it's, it's that it's, exact weekend because it's Gay Pride Weekend. It's not okay. normally like this. It just happens to be Gay Pride Weekend. And I, we were on the uh, I forget what their subway system is called or their train system, but I remember, like I said, I was in third grade and there was a dude. There was a guy there who had was holding like a uh, dog leash and with a, a chain and collar that went right over to this other guy's neck. <laughs> and that's <laughs> walking around. <laughs> and my face was just so big because I was you know, from a small town in New Jersey and I'd never seen anything like that. I'd just be like, Dad, what are they doing? Yeah. And you're like, Well, son, 
Uh, a lot of awkward moments there for a father who's not prepared to uh, have to, that. to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I guess we could talk about this. Uh, my introduction to Pride was we were in Provincetown in uh, Cape Cod, and um, it was Gay Pride weekend, mm-hmm. and Provincetown's already a, a very gay-friendly scene. Totally. City. Yep. And sure. I just remember I was, I think I was like six or seven years old, and all of a sudden we're just walking down the street, and there's a full bearded man just cruising down the road on a Vespa wearing like a flowing prom dress. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. what's that about? My dad's like, ah, uh, all right, maybe we, uh, we'll, we'll take a step back. We'll talk about what that means. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, well, sometimes those, those, uh, you know, teachable moments. Yeah. Uh, like literally drive up on a Vespa. Right. You they just parent. roll right up on you, come around the corner. Yeah. You're like, all right, uh, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, New York will have a big, uh, big weekend this weekend. It's always huge. My yeah. friend asked me what I was doing. I said, oh, probably go to the parade. Yeah. Those parades are a ton of fun. Oh, my it's God. A blast. It's crazy. I'm actually shooting tonight. I'm going to be filming a uh, LGBTQ wig party. Which is gonna be crazy. And by wig party. Like it's so it's a company that makes wigs for everybody. Yeah. People with cancer, Broadway shows, movies, uh, drag queens, like everybody. And uh so they're having a launch party tonight that I'm gonna go film and, and take photos at, which it's it's gonna be a wild, wild scene. So it's not like a 19th century political no. uh, party, <laughs> like no. celebrating the the Whig party from no. back then. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that that would be. Fun. You never know in this day and age. Yeah. There's all kinds know. of crazy political stuff going all on. All sorts of politics. Whig party could around. be a thing happening. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna start the toupee party. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that'll be fun, man. Yeah. That should be a good time. That'll um, be exciting. We do have another shoot coming up um, that we're gonna do in my hometown of Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. My adopted hometown, which I'm pretty pumped about um, because I really love that city. I love little underdog cities, like the, the places that show up all the time on like the 20 worst places in the country to live. Hartford's mm. always in that list, and I'm like, I don't really care. Double middle fingers to all those lists because I love living in that city. It's Har- great. Hartford's awesome. I yeah. grew up, I mean, I live in New York City now, but I grew up 15 minutes away from Hartford. Yeah. And it's... uh. It's an interesting city. Didn't spend a lot of time there as a kid. Yeah. Uh, once the Hartford Whalers left when I was five years old, it went into a weird, weird spiral. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's been trying to come back yeah. for a long time. It, it's it it seems like a city that's still trying to fight to to maintain survival. Right. Yeah. I mean. Right. 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 Well, I mean, yeah. It's so frustrating because I've always said, and uh, no offense. Well, I guess there is a fence mean, but not to you specifically. Uh, I've always said that the problem with Hartford is that it's surrounded by Connecticut. Yeah. Because the state just sucks. Well, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, okay. So I'm just ha- I just happen to be a particularly down period right now where I'm really frustrated with the state. Yeah, the state itself is, is tough. But, I mean, I think the people— I mean the government of the state, not like the actual— Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. Although the people are actually pretty jerky because they, they are so negative towards— the cities in Connecticut, and they do everything they can to just sort of pillage them and take all of their resources. Uh, yeah. that's, that's extremely frustrating as somebody who lives in a community that is sort of not only gets nothing, but is then 
treated like you're the problem all the time, and you're like, uh... Yeah, I... That's, that's, it's just a mixed bag, because it's so easy to... I, I don't know, I think it's just been poorly managed economy. Accurate. Accurate. I mean, I think that's, you know... I think everybody wants to point fingers at somebody else for why a city or a state falls apart. Mm. Um, but when <laughs> there's people who are actually in charge of making sure our economy mm-hmm. grows and, and make sure businesses don't leave yeah. and tries to bring in more business and more industry, um, it's it, it's the government's fault, I think, really. Yeah. I, no, I, well, no. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the government is a is a huge problem in this in Connecticut. And right. not to get too Leadership. super local politics uh yeah yeah there's a lot of problems there and it's only compounded and made more frustrating by the fact that the insurance industry is based in hartford and how can you have uh, like trillions of dollars moving through the city and at the same time have absolutely no money for uh like basic funding of the city all right so we have an economist calling in in about five seconds yeah all right jim yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah, anyway, we can move on from that. But I did want to bring up about uh, Hartford that, uh, and really the main reason that I, I wanted to talk about it is that we've already actually shot one in Hartford. Yeah. We shot an <laughs> off the seat path in Hartford uh, like a year ago. It was a while ago. And it was right when we first came up with the concept. And that video uh, was dubbed the loneliest man in the world. I'm actually now that, that that's going to we're going to attach the video, a, a snippet of the video when we release this podcast. I think when this podcast comes out, we need to release the loneliest man in the world. Yeah, because it was just it was cold. The streets were empty and it was just you walking around by it, yourself. It was me walking around by myself talking about this town and we were just we were trying to do something, we were trying to figure it out and we were trying to make it work and uh it just when it all cut together it was like this dude is such a loser. <laughs> just I think I like, I cut it to the like I walked this lonely yeah. road. <laughs> it was just you like walking in slow motion as like leaves blow past right. you. And empty I, there's storefronts and stuff. There's a, like, empty what? storefronts. I think the one other person that walks by the camera flashes a knife <laughs> at my camera. <laughs> like it's a direct move. He lifts up his shirt and flashes a knife at my camera. Like oh uh, oh okay. And I didn't realize right, it until I was in the editing booth, yeah. which is always <laughs> a good survival note shanked. about myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe awareness. Yeah. Want to keep Wolf. that? Yeah. Um, also. We won't name the establishment, but we also got muscled out of shooting at a, an establishment. Uh, we did get muscled out of <laughs> out of shooting a place. We went to, um, you know, mm. we're trying to we like to go to bars or restaurants or places that in these cities, right? Mm-hmm. And we didn't. Again, this was early in the process. We didn't line everything up exactly the way that we should have. Uh, and and like you know, it's on us. We we didn't have things buttoned up necessarily the way that we should have going into these places. And we. Th- Sort of, I know I thought like, wow, they'll be a little more friendly. It's really not that big of a deal. And we got outside of this one uh, Italian restaurant, mm-hmm. I'll say. Yeah, well, I so I had called them the day before, and I said, hey, we're doing this travel show. We're interested in filming here. We love your restaurant. And the person I spoke to said, oh, that sounds awesome. Let me put you on with the owner. I hear him talking in the background, and then the phone just clicks. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> So then we get there, and I was just like, I might as well just try and, you know, see if they're down to have a shoot. And uh, <laughs> two two gentlemen <laughs> came out who looked like 
background extras on The Sopranos. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and like, because yeah, we had been walking around the neighborhood a little bit, just filming in general. And he's like, "Excuse me, what are you boys doing over here?" Hey, yeah, uh, what, what are you boys doing? What are you boys doing? You making a TV show? <laughs> you boys filming ads? You got oh, that's what it was. You boys filming ads? What do you boys do? You boys you filming you ads? ads? Hey, uh, have you uh, reached out to the uh, owners of these establishments? Uh, have you talked to the proprietors of these establishments? Because <laughs> yeah, I don't think the proprietors of these establishments would very much appreciate you filming in front of their establishments without reaching out to them first. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, sir. I did. I I, I reached out to Pat, and then one of the guys. It was Patrick, wasn't it? Patrick. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm Pat. Yeah. I'm Pat. And you're like, dude, I talked to you on the phone. I talked to you on the phone <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> uh, it's just like I guess it was a gathering of the families, and we didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah. So that uh, our first run through Hartford didn't go so well. Um, but I know this time we do have uh, not only because I looked like just the world's most pathetic loser in a city that apparently one I have no friends in mm. or that doesn't even just have any other people because literally the streets were empty. There wasn't a single person on a single road aside from the guy flashing the knife. That's the only person that we saw. Yeah. Um, and then we were kicked in, out and chased out of any other place that we tried to shoot at. So that didn't go so well. Uh, but this time, we do have some things lined up. We got our ducks in a row. Yeah, yeah. We're going to hit a Yard Goats game, which is rad. Uh, we're going to hit up uh, a couple of different bars and restaurants here with mm -hmm. uh, a fella named Jamie. Uh, he owns Bears Barbecue, uh, Chengo Rosa, and, uh, and another spot in the city. Uh, and he's a big proponent of Hartford and a real champion of Hartford and a guy who has invested a lot of his life into Hartford. So he's going to be great to talk to about it. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward. You've you've talked to me a lot about him. I'm just interested to to shoot and, and see what your guys' conversation is. Yeah, he's a really interesting guy, and he's got a very interesting start in the restaurant business, mm. which uh, which I'm excited for, for you guys to hear. And then I think at some point we're going to start throwing axes yeah, that's that's uh we that is being efforted. Yeah, at at the at the moment we're gonna effort it. Um, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's, it's gonna definitely happen. it's definitely definitely gonna happen. Yeah, so it should be pretty sick. I think this time Hartford's gonna have a better showing. I'll look like less of a well. I might still look like a loser, but not in the same way. Yeah, you won't look like a lonely loser. I will You'll have somebody loser, there yeah. with you. <laughs> right, right. And it's nicer weather. Summertime's always better to shoot anyway. Oh, dude, summertime at a ballpark with a beer? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. as good as it gets. I, I, you know, I'll have two people with me too this time, so hopefully nobody will feel like they need to flash a knife at me or threaten <laughs> my life. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a little more security with us. Yeah, and point. and if they do flash me, I'll be a, hopefully a little bit more aware. Yeah, I don't know if I would handle it any differently, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. Those it's will be, be a good. good time. Um, and so there's also a little bit of a aesthetical shift. Yeah. With off the seat and path that I think we're trying to look at. Yeah, we've uh, we've always talked about changing up the style. I, you know, we I think we both had a a look we wanted when we first started. Yeah. But I think it was some combination between lack of resources and I think lack of experience. Mm -hmm. That that didn't let us hit that creative quality that we wanted to hit. Yeah. And uh this time we're going to we're going to pull it off. This is we're going to be good. We're going for it. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying we're not taking ourselves too seriously. No. Or anything. Of course not. It's still going to be us, but we're just going to try to do it a little more How do I want to say a little more polished? Cinematic? A little more cinematic. Okay, a little yeah. more cinematic. This is your turf, anyway. Yeah, this is what I would you, say you know this world, not me. 
Yeah, no, it's a little more cinematic, a little more docu-style, a little less reality style. Um, it's going to be... Yeah. And uh, uh, I guess the, the term I've been using is, is a little more cinematography forward and allow, which in terms of like letting it speak to the story more. Yeah. Because a lot of people do cinematography forwards and it's just like, oh, that looked cool, but what were you saying? Right. We're, we're taking more time and more prep in terms of what story we're telling yeah. and why we're telling it. Right. Which, which feels exciting. And I, you know, I, I love prep work. So this is going to be fun. It's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm super stoked on these. And then um, hopefully once this is done, we can focus on Washington, D.C. Right. Oh, yeah. So you know what? I think, right, so let's go fund me this. Let's crowdsource yeah. Washington, D.C. I'm going to put up a picture, I think, on Instagram. And if you guys just comment your ideas there on what we should do in Washington, D.C., just let it rip. So my it's uh, Seton O'Connor is my thing. Brendan, I'll tag you on that, too. Tag, tag away. Um, and if you just go to Instagram and just give us a heads up on where you think would be a good place for us to shoot, and it could be anything. It doesn't even matter uh, if it's a bar or a club or something cool to do outdoors, outside, a really like weird oddities museum or something we should go see, like yeah. anything. It doesn't matter. If there's a NASA thing there that we should go do, great, let's go do that. Yeah. You know? Um, um, just, one just thing, ideas. I, yeah, anything. Anything you want to throw at us. We're definitely going to hit the Exorcist stairs. Yeah, no dude. There's no the, doubt the about that. Stairs from the Exorcist are there, and yeah. uh, uh, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Even yeah. if look forward to a shot of Seton walking near those stairs. And that movie creeps me out, man. Oh my god, just thinking about it. I yeah. Willie's. Like, We're gonna go there. We're going there at night. Obviously, yeah. it's gonna be super creepy sure. and that sort of greenish-looking, yellowy light. You know what your daughter did. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, all right, so make sure you go to Instagram and comment on that and um, yeah. tell us what to do or where you think we should hit. That would be pretty awesome um, because Washington, D.C. is a great city. I just, for some reason, it's not immediately hitting me of like. No, I'm not getting flooded with ideas. I'm, I'm sure it will happen. It's going to happen. It always does. We always find it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, give us anything you got. Yeah. And then uh, after you're done doing our jobs for us, yeah, go uh, check out our friends at Huckberry. Mm -hmm. They're really awesome. It's huckberry.com slash DP show, so they know that you heard about them from us. Uh, but they have just uh, all kinds of awesome gear. They have a whole bunch of my favorite things. Speaking of NASA, this pen right here, Brendan, that yeah. I don't know if you could see from there. And because it's a podcast, you can't see, but I can hear it. I'm hitting my mic with it. Uh, this is a pen that I got from Huckberry, as a matter of fact. I use it every single day. I carry it with me everywhere. It folds up. It's this little tiny thing. Astronauts use this. It'll astronauts. It's a Fisher space pen. Astronauts can use this, and they do use this. And if we went into space right now, this thing that would write, work. No in problem. Space. Yeah, it would work in space. I got this from Huckberry. Zero I G's, love it. baby. Yeah. I don't know. There's no G's whatsoever. No G's whatsoever. No G's. This uh, this thing on my wrist right here. Yeah. Left left wrist. Yeah. Is yeah. that a watch? That's a watch. It's not just a watch. It's an Alsta. It's the watch, uh, the Alsta Nautoscaf 2. <laughs> I, I can't pronounce watch names, but it's the Alsta, and it's the watch that Richard Dreyfus wore in Jaws, which I just realized coincidentally uh, came out today in 1975. Jaws this is came the out anniversary. Today? No this kidding. is the anniversary, yeah. Hold How on. About that? Hold on. Hold on. Uh, 
entertain him while I look this up. Okay. So anyway, uh, like we said, Huckberry, uh, I think where Brendan's going is he got that watch from Huckberry. Uh, and I've gotten almost like, I don't know, 40%, maybe even 60% of the things I own from Huckberry. We love those guys. They're uh, big supporters and believers in uh, Off the Seat and Path and the Dan Patrick Show. It's Huckberry.com slash DP Show. Huckberry.com slash DP Show. Please go there, support those guys, uh, because uh, ultimately it's a huge show of support for us in this show, and we can keep doing uh, all of these super fun things that we really enjoy. Yeah, Jaws was released today in 1975. 1975, no kidding. That's crazy. That is, man. That's so interesting. That's a dope watch, too. Yeah, it's a sick watch. I actually have a... It, it means a lot to me. Can I tell a quick story about uh, my connection to the film industry and to Jaws in general? Yeah, sure. So my... My uncle, when he was 22 years old, was working out at a bar in Martha's Vineyard. And a bunch of film studio types came in there and were chatting away. And sure enough, uh, it was Steven Spielberg and a bunch of his producers. And Steven Spielberg left his little notebook on the bar. Mm -hmm. And my uncle brought it down to the set where they were filming Jaws. And he said, I have Steven Spielberg's notebook. I will only give it back to him if you guys give me a job. So he got hired for the special effects team. You can look him up. His name's Kevin Pike. And he worked with Spielberg from there on out on his special effects team. He did Star Wars. Uh, he did Indiana Jones, Temple no of Doom. And, you know, so I only saw him every once in a while, but he was the cool Hollywood uncle who made me always want to get into the film industry. So this watch means a lot to me for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. So, that's a cool story. Yeah, look him up. He he he. Oh, he built the DeLorean for like Back to the Future. Get out of here. He's a he's a cool cool storied history of movies and special effects in that guy's life. His walls of his, you know, his apartment in Hollywood are just littered with yeah. posters and uh, of movies that he's worked on and stuff. And that's cool. That's he's got a lot of cool. He's got like a trailer just full of like old gear from movies like props and stuff yeah pretty that are like iconic right props i mean you know the delorean is is a, such a it's so well known you yeah. know i mean it's an iconic piece of movie history like every year he goes out to vegas and does a delorean uh contest where people build their own deloreans and he's one of the judges who and he tells him like oh it's good but that's not exactly how we built the uh you know Flux capacitor, capacitor or whatever yeah, it is. Right, yeah. <laughs> like it's good, but I mean, that PVC piping is, uh, yeah. you know, it's obviously 2018, not not what we used in 84 or whatever. Right, so, right. But that's cool. So, yeah, Huckberry, Jaws Watch, Alsta. Yeah, it's awesome. there. You can get the Jaws Watch right there at huckberry.com slash DP show. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I think that's about it. Yeah. We sort of hit Washington, D.C. We hit uh, Hartford. We hit some politics real quick there yeah, for a briefly. few minutes. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave that alone, though. It's mm-hmm. probably a mistake. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, all right, cool. So that's it. Okay. Yeah, thank you. All right, see ya.